Today's episode is one that I really hope is going to be a source of hope and encouragement for you. If you are in a season where you're just kind of feeling a little down and you're struggling to feel motivated, um, just kind of feels like maybe you are, you know, covered (laughs) by a gray cloud. And I wanted to share with you an experience that I had recently where I was just kind of struggling. I was in this season of spiritual dryness and um, just struggling in certain areas of my life. And I wanted to share with you, you know, how I moved through that, how I processed it and moved through it so that I could continue cultivating my relationship with God and eventually um, receive his peace. And so hopefully this helps you. I do want to make the disclaimer that, you know, if you are in a place where you're maybe experiencing anxiety, maybe some depression, um, I have a history where I've had anxiety in the past and I know how challenging that can be. Um, I just want to encourage you to reach out for professional help in that case. This is not meant to be a replacement for that, but just a way and a source of inspiration for, you know, just those little lows that we experience through throughout life. So I just wanted to make that disclaimer. But outside of that, I think that this is going to be a really helpful episode for you to just give you some really practical tools and steps that you can take to, you know, do something about that feeling of desolation or spiritual dryness or discouragement or anything any challenging experience that you might be having. The last thing I want to mention before we get into today's content is that there are some pretty exciting things that I have in the works for Made to Be, and I'm not going to really share any of the details yet, but if you want to be the first to know when those details drop, head to the show notes. I'm going to put a link there where you can go and you can sign up, be a part of my email list, and then I will send updates through there, my email community. They're the first to know about you know the new things happening here at Made to Be. So go to the show notes, click the link to sign up for the newsletter. And then the last thing I'll mention, I know I said that the last thing was the last thing, but this is the last thing. And that is that if you are interested in one-on-one coaching where you can learn to rediscover who you are outside of motherhood, you know, lean into your passions and start to create a life that makes room for those things, for creative expression, for becoming the fully expressed woman that God has made you to be so that you can step into the things that he has called you to. You can also go to the show notes and book a free 20 minute clarity call so that you can see if we could be a great fit to work together. So go ahead and click those links and let's dive right in. Hey mama. Welcome to the Made to Be podcast, where you'll learn to let go of the shame, the stories, the shoulds, keeping you boxed in and unfulfilled, and trade it for a life where you lean into what lights you up, reclaim your confidence, and step into the life that you were made to live. I'm your host, Mary Smith, Mama 4 and Certified Life Coach, and I believe that God has big plans for the gifts, talents, and dreams that He's given you. I'm here to help you bring them to the surface 
so that you can do the kingdom work you were chosen for. So if you're ready to say yes to your calling and reject the lie that you have to choose between raising a family or pursuing your God-given passions, you're in the right place. So grab your coffee, a pile of laundry, and tune in because mama, it's time to become who you're made to be. So before we get into today's content, I just want to share that I am recording my episode a little bit differently this week. Um, It's on a different day and it's at a different time of day. I was actually going to record earlier today and just as I sat down to hit record, my youngest woke up from her nap, which was a little unusual. She only napped for 30 minutes, but she is dealing with a little bit of a stuffy nose. And so now I'm here doing it in the evening after dinner. And I have to be honest with you, it feels like I kind of like this. It's cozy. It's already dark outside. I lit a candle and it just feels really cozy in here. And it almost makes me want to consider doing this more often. But anyways, (laughs) That is the one nice thing about winter, in my opinion, is that, you know, even when it does get dark a little sooner, that ambiance that the candlelight provides just makes the house feel really cozy. And that's one of the things that I really do love. But anyways, let's go ahead and move into what we're going to be talking about today um, and just how to deal with those moments when you are feeling low, you're just unmotivated, not driven, like you're just in a funk, right? You're feeling down in the dumps. So I just wanted to share with you an experience that I had recently and what I did to move through it in the hopes that it can provide some encouragement for you and help you if you happen to find yourself in a similar place now or in the future. So the past couple of weeks, I have been wrestling with some things and to be honest, it's kind of hard to nail down exactly what it was, but I think that's because it wasn't just one thing, but a culmination of things. But I do know that my motivation was lower than normal and I was just feeling pretty down and not really seeing many things in a very positive light. And it's not a fun place to be and it can be so easy to spiral downward and to feel like everything is on fire and nothing is going right. I mean, that's how it usually feels for me, and maybe you can relate. But I just wanted to share this because it's something that everyone goes through, and no matter how their life looks on the outside, the truth is we could be struggling and feeling pretty isolated and like a huge weight is on our shoulders. You know, this is true in our daily lives as well as our spiritual lives, right? We go through ups and downs, joys and sorrows, trials and triumphs. And I think it can be easy to assume that when we're in a place where things feel difficult, whether it's in our relationships, our careers, our prayer life, our motherhood, that we will be in that place forever, It feels really dramatic when you're out of it, but when you're in the thick of it, it can really, really feel that way. So if you haven't yet, go ahead, grab a pen, a piece of paper, or even just open your notes app so that you can start to write down these steps. And if you do it on your phone, print it off. If you've written it, just make sure you put it in a visible place so that when the time comes, you can actually go through them one by one. And honestly, If you even need to write at the top, quote, do this even if you don't feel like it, make sure that you do because I can tell you in the moment, a lot of the times you're you're not going to feel like 
doing the work, right? The work to get through that. But I promise you, it is what your heart and soul needs. So make sure that you put it in a visible place. All right, so let's go over it step by step. Step one is you want to give yourself the gift of doing less and consuming less. So rather than push through and try to check everything off your to-do list, you're going to ask yourself, what do I need to do to take care of myself and my family? And what can wait? So for example, I decided to push back certain business tasks to another day. One of the days that was particularly hard for me was the day that I normally record. And so even though I knew it was a task that needed to be done eventually, it was something that I could push off a day or more if needed. So what are some things that maybe you can let go of? Um, Or if it is something that needs to be done, like cooking dinner or you need to catch up on laundry, um, taking kids to their extracurriculars, you know, what can you ask for help with? Um, If you're a homeschooling mom, you know, can you give the kids a spontaneous day off and then just do a double day the next day, right? Just to create that space. What can you do to give yourself the gift of doing less, right? What is a non-essential task that we can take off our plate this day, right? We're not doing this forever. We're just kind of doing it to give ourselves this space. And then, like I said, you also want to give yourself the gift of consuming less. So what do we do when we're in these moments of feeling kind of low and feeling down? Oftentimes, I think what we tend to do is the, is the thing that can be the worst thing for us, right? We tend to go on Instagram and start scrolling. And that is the worst thing that you can do because what do you see on Instagram? You see you know, people living their best lives. You see a travel blogger going to a really sought after destination, or you see someone who's decor- decorating their home beautifully for Christmas, right? Because I'm recording this here in November during the holiday season. But you know, you're seeing people's highlight reels when you go on Instagram. And so it's definitely not going to do anything to help your, your spirit, your mood at all when you go and start scrolling. So instead of helping, like I said, it's going to make things worse. You're going to continue to, you know, start comparing yourself to other people and you're starting to wonder why you're having such a crummy day and why these people seem to, you know, have it all. And it's not that we can't be happy for other people and, you know, the blessings that they're experiencing in their life. Of course, that's not what we're, what we're saying here, but just for you and your well being, it's not going to help you. So If you're going to do this, give yourself the gift of consuming less. And if you're going to be tempted, delete the app off your phone. It's not, it's, it's not going to kill you. You're going to be fine. If you want to, you can re-download it the next day, but for now you don't need it. Just delete it off your phone. All right. So step two, you want to give yourself the space to feel, to feel what you're going through because so often We rush to wanting to make the crummy feelings go away. We ignore them or we'll power through, right? And instead, what I want you to do is take the approach of curiosity, 
Okay, so we've just given ourselves the gift of doing less, right? Doing those productive things that we might um, devote our time to. So now let's go ahead and give ourselves a little extra self-care. So make yourself a cup of coffee or tea, grab your journal, light a candle, put on a calming playlist, get under a cozy blanket and start writing. I've said it before, but journaling is so incredibly powerful when it comes to gaining awareness of what is going on within ourselves and what we're experiencing. So sit down and try to name your emotion. Is it sadness, anger, disappointment, overwhelm, worry, frustration? What is the emotion? And if you can try to pinpoint when you first started feeling that way, right? Was it a conversation that went downhill and was left unresolved? Did the kids get sick and now you're feeling behind? Is it the shift of seasons? Because I know that that is something that does affect so many people and it's something that does affect me as well. Could it be hormonal fatigue? Could it be a culmination of a few of those things, right? What might that be for you? And start journaling on that. Think of yourself as just like a detective who's like just trying to really sort through the information that's in your mind, in your brain, in your in your body and see if you can connect the dots. So for me, without getting too much into the details, I was having this feeling of being pretty deeply disheartened. I feel like I'm kind of in the messy middle of a certain situation where I'm not exactly sure how it's all going to play out yet. And I hit this point where I was struggling to hold on to hope because I simply because like I couldn't see quote unquote around the corner. And even though I know I can't possibly guess what tomorrow will bring, I still struggle, right? With that desire to control the outcome. And even though I know God is in control and he's going to guide my steps, I still cycle between letting go and fully surrendering the outcome to God's will and then taking that back, right? Wanting to handle it all myself, mainly when I get impatient, (laughs) if I'm being real here. But by journaling what I was feeling and letting it all out on paper, it provided both a cathartic release, kind of like venting on paper, as well as a way to step outside of what was going on in my mind and my heart and give me the opportunity to step outside, right? And look more objectively at those things that were going on. And this is why journaling is so good because when we can get our thoughts and feelings and what might be causing them out on paper, we can really start to see if there's anything that we can do to help us practically to prevent what we're going through from happening again, or simply give us the opportunity to make sense of what's going on in our inner world and allow us to reframe our perspective into one that's going to help us grow. Step three is to get in the Bible. So sometimes it can be really hard to pray and we often don't feel like praying, right? We don't feel like doing the very things that can help us move through a challenging period. Sometimes you may feel like you just don't have the words. And so what a blessing it is that we have the living word of God to turn to always. And in this particular situation, I decided to turn to the book of Lamentations and the Psalms because We can literally pray the words in the Bible and make it our prayer, which I think is so incredible. 
And just to give you an example, in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 17, it says, My life is deprived of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. And then it goes on later in the chapter, starting in verse 21, it says, But this I will call to mind, therefore I will hope. The Lord's acts of mercy are not exhausted. His compassion is not spent. They are renewed each morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, I tell myself, and therefore I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who trust in Him, to the one that seeks Him. It is good to hope in silence for the Lord's deliverance. And so I love this because even though the writer was experiencing great distress, he couldn't remember what it felt like to be happy. He still brought to mind the truth of God and that his love never ceases and that our hope is in him and that nothing escapes his sight. And even in our trials, he hears us, he is compassionate and he will sustain us. So there will always be a dawn after the darkness. All right, so step four is to wait in hope for consolation. So kind of, you know, taking that cue from Lamentations, you know, we can't really know when we are going to be lifted from whatever we're experiencing. You know, sometimes it's short-lived, you know, lasting maybe a few hours, and sometimes it's not. But the Bible does give us guidance that we can lean on during times like this. Philippians 4 verses 4 through 9 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I shall say it again, rejoice. Your kindness should be known to all. The Lord is near. Have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, then the peace of God will be with you. So, while you wait, while you wait for that consolation, I want you to continue each of the steps that I have mentioned. Continue praying, continue getting in the word of God, play worship music, tune into podcasts that are spiritually edifying, share your burdens with a trusted friend who can support and encourage you and pray for you, and also just do things that you love that bring you joy. And remind yourself that this struggle is not going to last forever and that there is a season for everything, right? There's a season for joy and there's a season for sorrow. But above all, allow yourself to hope in the Lord and trust that he will deliver you. And lastly, number five, you want to take note. So when you receive that consolation from God, when his peace returns to you and he kind of lifts you out of this low, you know, discouraged season, write it down, right? Let it be a testimony of his faithfulness to you so that when you find yourself in a period of desolation in the future, 
You can call to mind his deliverance in this particular situation. And this is what I did. And I actually ended up writing a prayer of praise for who God is and gratitude for his blessings. And truth be told, even some words of repentance as well, just for struggling to believe in his promises for my life. But through this process of moving through this low period, I was really able to emerge with a new hope and anticipation for what God has in store for me. So having this recorded as a testimony is a really wise and beautiful way to prepare for future trials of your heart and your spirit, right? So that is it for today. I really hope that this helps you and let's go ahead and end in prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness, for your compassion, for your mercy, for your love, and that you are a Father who deeply cares for us and is waiting for us with arms wide open. You are ready to receive it all. Our fears, our worries, our sorrow, and even our anger, even if it's directed at you. Give us the grace to run to you always and to believe in and receive your love and tender care for our hearts. We hope and trust in you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I pray that this blessed and encouraged you, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for being here and hanging out with me today. If this episode helped or encouraged you in some way, I would love it if you could leave a written review and subscribe to the show over on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to know how this show is impacting your life and leaving your review helps other mamas find the Made to Be podcast as well. Share this episode with a mama friend who needs to hear this message and let her know that it might bless her. And finally, head over to madetobecommunity.com to join my free Facebook community to connect with me and other mamas just like you. And also, my email inbox is always open, so if you'd like, you can shoot me a message. Just head to the show notes and you can find my email address there. Praying over you, your dreams, and God's calling on your life. I'll see you in the next episode.